Hey, Mark here, and I'm calling in before today's episode with a little favour to ask, if I may, please. You see, today I'm changing the format of the Podcast Accelerator. I'm trialling a longer form deep dive episode, real specific actionable takeaways, and introducing my recommended podcast tool of the week. Now, the format is ever so slightly different. It is a little bit longer, and during this episode, which is a huge, deep dive, massive piece of free podcast education. During this episode, I'm going to break off for about 90 seconds to recommend a podcasting tool that I think will help you. And at the end, stick around because there's a new section at the end, which is three actionable takeaways that you can implement today based on today's deep dive. So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. How far ahead should you batch record your podcast? I'm not convinced that that whole focus, that whole idea of just getting as far in front as you possibly can is the best way to grow your show. And I'm going to dig into that in one second because I've got some interesting reasoning behind that. This, of course, is the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asquith, that British podcast guy and CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcasting products such as Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, where you can host multiple podcasts for one flat monthly costs. Go and get a seven-day free trial at Captivate.fm. Now, like I said, we are kind of going to dig into this. There's a huge focus in certain podcasting circles, in particular, entrepreneurial podcasts, businessy podcasts, big, big focus around batching your show and getting as far in front as you possibly can. And whilst it's got merit, I don't believe it's always the most effective way of recording your show from a growth perspective. Okay, so I'm going to give you my take on that in one second. But remember the team at Aweber. They are consistently supporting podcasters with what they do. Brandon and the team do wonderful work over there. And guess what? They've just put something brand new together for you, the podcaster. Look, here's the deal, right? There are going to be 900,000 podcasts in the world over the next few weeks. How are you going to stand out? The only thing that you've got is your own audience, and you need to own that audience. You've got to be able to completely communicate with them and completely relate with them and become friends with them. And if you can't do that, you're missing a trick. All right. Aweber lets me do that. And they've just loaded in to Aweber. When, Aweber, when you sign up using the link I'm going to give you in a second, they've actually loaded in for you uh, a podcaster's onboarding campaign. So when someone signs up, they've actually pre-built you a podcaster's onboarding campaign, which is absolutely fantastic. All right. So go and check it out. It's built for you. Go and check it out. markaskwith.com slash Aweber. So, we, uh, we we did some work on on moving a podcast websites members uh, hosting module, uh, the podcast hosting analytics module from podcast websites old module over to the new Captivate module. We did this in, in kind of, uh, I think, about mid-December. And the person had actually batch recorded like 60 shows way ahead and scheduled them all the way through to July. And they were all interviews. And I thought to myself, number one, that's some commitment. Number two, all right, cool. I get it. Nice idea. Number three... It scared the scared the bejesus out of me. And the reason for that is that 
I'm not entirely sure that this is the best way to do it for growth because I'm not a fan of being on this content hamster wheel. And the reason for that is, you know, you know me, I've spoke about this before on the show, but if you're on the content hamster wheel, and I spoke to my good friend Mario Fantini yesterday about this. If you're on the content hamster wheel, all you do is you produce your content, you get it out, and you produce your next piece of content, you get it out. You don't really do that much else. Sure, you'll probably schedule some emails to go to your guests, probably schedule some social shares up, maybe schedule some emails, brilliant, all well and good. But essentially, it's this automated process that doesn't change, and it's kind of boring, doesn't, in my view, doesn't necessarily work. It's great for consistency, which you need, but in my view, it's not the best way to market your podcast. So, When you're batching your show out in such, such, such mass advancement, you're losing all, 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 all of the magic. You're losing the magic. So if I'm on a, you know, if I'm on a show, I I did an interview yesterday. If I'm on a show, that show doesn't publish until April or May. I I ain't promoting that because I forgot about it. What did I say? I don't know what I said. I can't remember that. It's way too out in advance. Even in, in, in six weeks, seven weeks, way too far out in advance. Way too far out in advance. I'm not, I'm not going to promote it because I've moved on to other things. I'm, you know, I've maybe been on other shows that have produced something and, and, and instantly put it out or put it out within two weeks of, of me recording it with them. That is more, more top of mind. It's fresher to me. So that's the thing that I'm going to remember. That's the thing that I'm going to um, get in front with. And that's the thing that I'm going to promote. And, that's the worry that I think I see. I see a lot of people, uh, especially like I said, in business podcasting, where they think, right, all I've got to do is just keep producing my podcast. That's just not how it is, is anymore. Yeah, sure, that might have been all right five years ago when the podcast space had two hundred thousand podcasts in it, but it doesn't have that anymore. You know, it's nine hundred thousand podcasts, nine hundred thousand podcasts coming over the next few weeks. You've got to get more creative with your marketing. And if all you're doing is batch recording so far out that people forget that they've been on your show and they just see the email one morning, six months later, it's not it's not going to give you anything apart from a pat on the back that you can give yourself and say, look at me, I'm way in advance. And you can stick a post on Facebook saying, look at me, I batch record, it's brilliant. Like, so what? It's not going to help you. It's not going to help you. Much better way to do it, in my view, is to actually set a schedule of recording that gives you, I believe a two-week buffer. And the reason I say two-week is that that's a reasonable time to edit, put things out, and get it together. I don't think you should be recording that far in advance, okay? Two weeks. When I used to do my interview show, um, I got so many people wanting to be on the show, and I was saying no to people and saying, you're going to have to come back later. I ain't recording you now. I'm releasing it in three months. No chance. Come back later. And they did, because they wanted to be on the show. But the deal is that had I taken those interviews, I'd have had to, you know, sure, I'd have been in front and I could have taken the foot off the pedal. But what's the point in that? Yeah, sure, you can market the show. The argument is, well, if I'm not recording as much, I can market the show as much. That's what you tell us to do, Mark. Yeah, that is what I tell you to do. But there's no point in me marketing a 2018 model of car when I'm trying to sell the 2020 model of car. You know, I've got to be present as well. So you've got to find this balance. So in my view, I believe that you should be recording, completely recording, two, maybe three weeks in advance. And you should only be doing that recording because, you know, maybe that takes three hours. Maybe it takes four hours. You edit it and get it done. The rest of the time then, then you can spend on marketing. So maybe you only record once every three weeks or once every two weeks, but you do a a, a a three-session session. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? (laughs) You do a three-episode session when you record. Um, I very rarely record much further than a week and a half in advance. You know, even when I'm batching the accelerator, I would rather, say if I'm traveling, which I'm going to be early February to early April, we've got nine weeks, Sam and I have got nine weeks of travel. We're at, uh, 
we're speaking at Podcast Movement Evolution, Social Media Marketing World, Traffic and Conversion Summit. Uh, we're at Rain Summit in New York, and we've got obviously Podfest as well that we're speaking at and, and exhibiting at. And so, even when I'm doing that, I'm not going to just I'm not going to batch record now and get ahead with it because I'd rather do it on the floor. I'd rather take something with me like a Zoom, which I'm going to teach you about in a little while. I've got something special coming from Zoom, and I'd rather just record on the floor. I'd rather do it there and then, you know, because it's present. I can market that, but. What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to record it and then instantly publish it. So what I'm talking about here is that balance, all right? You need time to market something, but you also need time for you to, to remain present in that recording. So I think that two to three week period is perfect because you've got enough time to pre-market it, enough time to post-market it, enough time to talk about it authoritatively because you can remember it, it's still fresh in your mind. And if you've got guests, they still remember doing it, okay? So that is that's my advice, right or wrong, so what? All right, that's just my advice. That's what I would recommend. I think you should try it. I certainly do that. And I would just make sure that you don't get too far in advance because all you're doing if you do get too far in advance is patting yourself on the back. All right, patting yourself on the back ain't going to grow you sure. Remember that, okay? So listen, thanks for joining me. It's always a pleasure. I'm going to be back, obviously, on the next episode where I'm going to be talking about whether or not you should pre-market your podcast episodes, whether you should pre-market your podcast episodes. Ding, ding, down. We'll get to that on the next episode anyway. So until the next time, do check out Captivate.fm for your hosting needs. It's uh, it's an outstanding platform. You know, we, we, we've got some amazing podcasters on there uh, working with, which is a, a bit of a childhood dream of mine, working with the Jerry Anderson Podcast Network. Um, Thunderbirds and Stingray and Terrorhawks, which is just, I just absolutely love that, uh, especially being in the UK as well. So we've got some amazing people on there, some amazing indie podcasters on there. Go and check it out. Please go and take a look. Captivate.fm. Try it for seven days. Until the next time, thank you for joining me. And never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. <laughs>